0: On today's podcast, we take a moment to give a tribute to Stan Lee, who sadly passed away November 12th, 2018, as well as breaking down the newest trailers of this week. Let's get started.
1: Welcome, everyone, to Off the Break Podcast. A heartbroken Cody is with you, as along with Kyle and Eric.
2: Heartbroken Kyle and heartbroken Eric.
0: Yeah, to put it as gently as possible, that's about right.
1: (laughs) Just forlorn and sad, aimlessly wandering the.
2: No, you gotta be
1: genre without our guide.
2: We gotta be happy for him. What a run!
1: Yeah,
0: I mean the life that he had, (laughs) and now he gets to rest easy up in heaven with his wife. It's yeah, good for him. And oh yeah. So many things should go around for
1: Stanley. <laughs> what a legend to leave behind.
2: Just... Well, we'll get to all that. Yes. We've got a nice little memorial at the end here, but...
0: Yep, we'll save it for the
2: Business we'll first.
1: The <laughs> <Yes>. Business <laughs> first, <laughs> and business then we'll first. get down to it. <laughs> so, just quick business uh eric saw overlord over the weekend as well as kyle yep. um, had seen it early show so let's compare your guys's notes yeah
2: no i mean i like I, the
1: blood festival <laughs> like i said
2: last week i was like super excited for it um i guess i was a little a little surprised at how straight-faced everything was played um like they it, it i was kind of expecting the the gore and the violence and just the concept of nazi zombies to have a little like wink wink nudge nudge kind of kind of self-aware kind yeah kind of tone to it but no i was actually surprised it was just you know it was played straight faced but uh i i bought into it um yeah it was just a nice simple short little movie uh yeah (laughs) i don't know i liked it a lot though
1: did a zombie survive at the end or do they get them all i need to know this we're not gonna give that away there's no there's no there's there's no like cheesy (laughs) like
2: i don't know i'm with kyle i'm with kyle no no. Like, Tell it, me, Eric. It does. We do not need
0: to give it away, but it is a very great. It is a great ending. Like it's a very cool send off um, mm-hmm. in I the final
1: moments. We totally need to give it away for those few viewers that are maybe on the fence. About There's so. It. If There's I knew so the many, ending, then I would go see like, it. No, yeah. we'll watch it. <laughs> we just want to know if they burn down the whole lab and all the zombies in it, or if one survives to infect again. Okay. They. They, Back really, to the future.
0: they weirdly play it as though like there could be a sequel, but I would be as shocked. I, about nah, as, I don't think they're... Which I and I don't need as well. Like it's a no. very
2: cool movie, is but it it's firm not firm
1: conclusion. Like oh, we killed fast, the zombies I mean, and I won I the I guess war? as
2: firm as you could expect, maybe.
1: Yeah, I would say that's fair.
2: I mean, who knows anymore nowadays? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing ever just stays as it is. But true, very
0: true. But no, I, mean, I I see where you're coming from. Like I think there could be a handful of people that think it's. Very self aware and it's kind of like a B movie almost. But yeah, but
2: no, yeah, it didn't, it didn't play like that to me at all. It was,
0: and it worked. It worked for you. Yeah,
2: like, okay. yeah, no, I, yeah, it worked I, for me. As well. I liked it for different reasons than I was expecting to like it. I guess is kind of sure. what I'm going for. I, like, like you had said, I was kind of ex- expecting that sort of elevated b-movie kind of campy tone yeah where you can just kind of cheer along with it and laugh at just the absurdity or just the over-the-top like badassery yeah but no it was definitely. it was it was really just more of like a you know what it what it showed you in the trailers yeah you know sure. it, without giving anything away yeah, I don't it think was it, it was it played it straight it was what it what it was um and yeah, that worked. That was all I really needed.
0: Yeah, it's definitely for a particular audience. And if you know like, you're going to go see this, then you'll probably like it.
1: Do you think it would have done better had it maybe opened not at a holiday time of year?
2: No. I don't know. I don't really think there's like the, an optimal time for this cu- type of movie. It
0: could have came out any time and it would have done the same. Like th- Like I said, like it's for a particular audience. And those who know that they'll want to go see it will like it regardless of what time of year it is.
1: Well, it did better than Girl in the Spider's Web.
2: Yes it did. I think it opened at number 3. Yeah, round And 10 then mil. Spider's Web was like 6 or something.
0: Yeah. yeah. I kind of uh, those Oof. numbers weren't surprising. I just wasn't
1: I sure.
2: I thought it was a toss up between there. the two of them. Yeah. Um and I guess I kind of erred on the side of Girl in the Spider's Web, but
1: I did as well. I yeah, I think
2: people are just kind of not over it, but you know, oh that was Pretty popular for like a couple years there, but it w- it wasn't like this big. fran it wasn't like a Harry Potter, or Hunger Games type thing. Like the books were really popular, but you know it's it's aimed almost exclusively at adults. And part of me wonders if those franchises, when aimed at adults, can take off in the same way.
1: I think they could. Younger things can. Extremely picky, and I think people were. Yeah. I think they had the best director and the best star with the Rooney Mara, David Fincher want iteration of that. Mm Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But I think they really screwed it up by releasing it at Christmas and then it made it look like it was a bomb. (laughs) It was billed as the
2: feel bad movie of the Christmas season. Yeah, (laughs)
1: And and I think that that hurt it because I, I think it, it ruined the mystique of wanting to see it. So only hardcore fans went and saw it. And then there was just no good word of mouth after that. Whereas I think if it had been, put out any other time of the year they would have had hardcore fans it would have been adult counter programming to whatever else was going on and they maybe could have kept up yeah, those sequel. are fair
2: those are fair points
1: but i feel like each time they've done it they've kind of ruined the luster on it a little bit and then just going with a story that wasn't even by the original author could...
2: no well the, the whole thing about this newest one i was never really able to put my finger on it but you know, maybe it was just the, the the name David Fincher with the 2011 version. He was coming off of the social network, which was like a huge deal critically and commercially. And so, you know, people were like, oh, this is a really esteemed director tackling this really acclaimed novel. This is going to be a big deal. And it was kind of like this, you know, award season, kind of more artsy movie. Uh, but then this newest one, it's, you know, it's been seven years since that and it it just kind of came across as a little bit more generic, I guess, maybe Uh I read something with the director, how his approach was deliberately to make it more James Bond than I blank. I can't remember the other thing he was comparing it to, but then part of me is like, well, that's not really what the the David French one was. It wasn't just like James Bond, but with a, you know, tattooed small female lead, you know? it was about a lot more than that, but this one just kind of seemed like a mystery, you know, just kind of a generic mystery thriller, but with this really cool, unique character, but who kind of seemed more generic this way this time around.
1: I wonder as well if um, for adult adaptations of books, if reading something that is maybe more hardcore and gritty and is different than seeing it visually, I wonder if the visuals people were put off by that like you know because the, the books deal with rape and other things and then oh yeah and death and all that kind of really heavy stuff that you can maybe kind of block out a little bit in your brain like just not imagine that <laughs> oh though, yeah that those story, though, those
2: movies didn't shy away from it they were okay. very hard to watch in parts I mean I don't know anything about the story of Girl in the Spider's Web because I mean like you said earlier Steve Larson the original author didn't write it like a lot of people just kind of dismissed it because of that mm-hmm. but you know they weren't going to remake they were going to make a sequel to a movie seven years ago that wasn't really that big anyway so this one was kind of like a two birds with one stone they could right. kind of reboot it but also it's going to be a storyline that they don't have to worry about previous continuity
1: right and then people aren't maybe familiar with and that curiosity could have been piqued and sure. i feel like that just
2: kind of backfired like it's probably just a weaker story in
1: general Probably. That's probably why he never published it. Yeah. <laughs> so he, didn't, he knew it wasn't very good or wasn't ready or whatever the the excuses are. So yeah, um, Weekend was pretty good. Grinch dominated. dominated. Yes. <laughs> like there was ever yeah, any no doubt. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I want to go see it again. It was so cute. <laughs> and I love Benedict Cumberbatch's voice. And I think... You know, it was getting some negative reviews from the critics. And, and I feel like but, most
2: Illumination movies have that share of critics, though. Yeah,
1: um, and, but then the audience just loved it. So there's just this disconnect sometimes between critics and Rotten shocker. Tomatoes <laughs> and then what the audiences were looking yeah. for. And that movie, I think, delivered exactly what audiences were looking for and they were happy with it.
2: Yeah, I mean, how... Cerebral and complicated and su- uh, subversive. Do you really need your Grinch movie to be?
1: <laughs> I don't. I just want to hear <laughs> exactly. Benedict Cumberbatch's voice over and over.
2: You just need to see <laughs> the Grinch turn into a good guy.
0: I mean, oh, yeah. there may be a disconnect, but there's not going to be any backlash or nothing. <laughs> with, um, that disconnect between critics or audiences. Even no, it's true. just like, it's I just another one of those cases
2: where, because you know, there. Are, I don't. I still haven't seen the Grinch, but. You know there are different types of kids movies. There are those kids movies that are genuinely very like amazingly well made, and you can get a lot out of them, even if you're like an adult. Mm-hmm. And then there are kids movies that are they're they're playing for the kids and nothing else and nobody right. else, sure. you know. And
1: Illumination though still plays for the adults in it. I yeah, there's a few. I guess sometimes jokes. Hit- you don't know because you haven't seen this. Before. I know, but I mean, it, based
2: or... the the similarities <laughs> that the that the critics who didn't like the Grinch all seem to mention is like I guess they just don't like slapstick humor and Ugh. you know stuff. Well, they're dumb stuff like that. But come on, they're
0: jaded, <laughs> or they also just don't have. Maybe they just don't have kids, so like seeing it. From oh, like I feel like, like that's a
2: huge part clean, of it.
0: Yeah, I mean, if I went to see this movie maybe I won't have the same love for it as I would like the 2000 Grinch movie of Jim Carrey because Ew. I saw that as a kid and that was how I got that connection. Whereas now if I watched this version of the Grinch, like I probably wouldn't enjoy it, but I probably won't have that same kind of connection if I thought the movie was any good, which, I'm not, no, which I, I haven't seen, so I can't make that assumption. But I think that could also play a part in it, especially with uh, kids' movies.
2: Yeah. I wonder what the average age of like... Like these mainstream, crit- the, the critics who have their reviews put into like Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic, places like, like that. I wonder what 30s, their average age is. 30s and
0: up, 30s, 40s,
1: 50s, even. I would think 40s or 50s. Because it takes a while to be established um, True. and build your credibility as a reviewer.
0: Yeah. yeah. True. Okay. So, yeah, so I'm probably not like early 30s, but I would say like mid to late 30s even isn't far fetched.
1: Yeah. So they should have kids. <laughs> and
2: I mean, they won't. Yeah. Then they won't be so jaded.
1: Maybe, yeah. I, mean, I can't go to the movie very often, so maybe kids are like, don't don't work out for them. <laughs> Sorry, I can't stay home and watch the kids. Got to go see all these movies. <laughs> Got to go
0: see the Grinch without them.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no kids, you stay here. Daddy has to go see can the, I the borrow
1: Grinch. Borrow somebody's kids so I can enjoy <laughs> it through the eyes of a child. <laughs> I
0: mean, so. I'm not saying, like, that's the reason. I'm just saying, like, it could be. Because I know for me that could be a reason why yeah. I wouldn't have that great of a time.
2: Or they're probably just, instead of just giving the film the benefit of the, of the doubt, like, hey, I guess not every kid's movie has to be this transcendent thing that it doesn't appeals to, to everybody Pixar. instead of just kids. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't have to be the best of Pixar. It was probably just a case of critics being like, I've seen kids' movies that can do a lot better than this. Eh.
1: Which so, I mean, it's like okay, fair has... enough,
2: yeah, fair enough. But that doesn't mean every movie has to be like that.
0: And I, I haven't really looked through much of the reviews for it lately, so you I mean, don't. There's nothing really I doubt that like bad. Like anyone has like panned and was like, yeah, this there's is nothing garbage. really that bad
2: <laughs> across the board. It's just like the like at they worst, tend to it's be like it's fine. It's yeah, medieval. they tend to be like okay, this one's more. Take it to your kids. We'll have fun, but yeah. you'll be a little bored.
0: That's what I would think. <laughs>
1: Well, you're both wrong. It's awesome. That's not me. That's not what I'm saying. You would have so much fun, Kyle. I'm sure.
0: Like, <laughs> probably. I, I probably would. Afterwards, just saying, you'll, like, be like, th- that you'll be like that disconnect could be.
2: Jim popular. Carrey, what? Yeah. This is the only Grinch for me.
0: I yeah. need a reindeer yeah. <laughs> named Fred. It's very possible that that's the what's going to happen. Babies.
1: It'll be the reindeer babies that get you.
0: Could be. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that means, but sure.
1: Anyways, good weekend for everybody. Looking forward to, oh my gosh, Fantastic Beasts finally. Yep. Yay. I've been waiting for so long for this. <laughs> yeah, no, I've,
2: I'm, I've I'm, been I mean, waiting. I'm excited.
1: I'm excited.
0: Wait. I, I, I do wish I was a little more excited for this just because Harry Potter is awesome in its entirety and nothing can change that. But I thought the first Fantastic Beasts was fine.
2: Yeah, well, exactly. In and, the same uh, boat.
0: just I j- nothing for me personally has really made me excited for this sequel. So hopefully, I going just want to see.
2: Be wrong, and it I mean, be my awesome. excitement for this movie, I can completely admit, is like ninety nine percent like f- fandom based. I guess like, ooh, I want to see Hogwarts again. Yeah, yeah, I want to see young, you know, young Dumbledore. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not like, oh, I want to go to the movie. I want to see what what Grindelwald's like as a character. Mm. It's it's I like, totally am <laughs> like that. It's like, <laughs> it's, like <laughs> it's like Hogwarts. Yes. Yumbledore, Yes.
1: Wands magic. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like Newt too. I'm
1: not excited to see yeah, sure. Tina, but I want to see I'm excited like to
2: the see Tina. I'm I like, excited, I'm excited, yeah. I'm
0: I'm just, I'm excited for the actress. I like her. I'm
2: just her a excited lot. to see all these things again. But I'm for not I'm not really going itself. in with any expectations whatsoever cuz if the story is anything like the first one, that's not going to be what I watch the movie for.
0: I mean, the I I don't know what this story is gonna be. I
2: don't think anybody I don't one. think JK Rowling. I mean, knows. we've
0: talked about this, um like outside our office before where we're just like we don't know what this movie is about. We don't know if it's about nude at all. We don't know if it's about It's the second of five like, movies so and many there's many already seems parts to be a, happening now that it's just
2: it's like kind of JK Rowling. Into. This is a screenplay, not an eight hundred eight hundred page tome. Yeah. You gotta you gotta tone down your
0: throw everything in there the bigger the better and it could all work i mean jk Rowling's is very smart very talented writer so she could make this all work and we're just only judging this based on trailers but
2: and the first movie which yeah i think was her movie. screenwriting debut yeah it was So um, it's like i'm hoping you know she learned a lot and she can
1: trust in jk everyone trust in you know JK. yeah
0: talented
2: kill a lot of her darlings mm-hmm and just have this one be a little bit more focused.
1: I've kind of heard from early reactions that it's a like another kind of em up movie. But I'm like, yeah.
2: no. Well I mean <laughs> I hope not. I, I've been kinda <laughs> dancing around this because I that's kind of what I'm afraid of. Just there's just so many new characters already that have been announced and again, I don't know what the heck Newt's deal is like i i just uh, i like eddie redmayne's (laughs) charismatic performance
0: we like the actors but but their characters are not if i look away if i step back from just
2: you know this character is fun to watch on screen and i think about like what is he doing i don't know what
0: purpose is there
2: i don't know what he's doing
0: the thing about the harry potter franchise is that they all felt individual but they found ways to set up the next story absolutely what feels like from fantastic beasts and what you're saying out of these early reactions yeah. is that it's all going to be set up but we're going to forget about the individual stories that the characters face and that's what we're confused on
2: like, i'm still i'm still what? confused on the individual stories
0: yeah but again maybe for us like it'll work in the sequel and not for everyone else but think- we'll just have to wait and see
1: do you think though when you enjoyed the harry potter movies you had all the benefit of reading the books to get the extra layer of story that's that we're not yeah that's part of it now that's like,
2: definitely part of it i've rewatched the movies a lot more than i've reread the books and i've reread yeah. the books a lot yeah me too but uh you know i can't change the fact that you know the movies are for better or worse that's that's what i think of at this point mm-hmm. um
1: that's and visual. What you no, I writing. mean
2: it's it's at the point where you know because I read all the books first, then watch the movies. Watch the movies a bunch, and then when I go back to the books, it's almost just like it's it's just like that much sweeter because it's like ooh little yeah. details here that obviously like, they couldn't fit into the books. It's like yeah. a little extra, but it's when I watch the movies, it doesn't feel like anything's missing um, because everything's there. It's self-contained. It's focused. You know what they're doing. Each movie, you know, mm-hmm. has a very clear main storyline. Right. But I, like I've said multiple times, I, I could not tell you what Fantastic Beast 1 was like, like the main storyline of it was. You can't describe it in like one sentence because yeah. it's just like a web. It just spreads everywhere so fast.
0: A, a, a very big confusing web. And I Maybe feel like it's big, but... only
2: going to get bigger and more confusing. Oh, yeah. Without... That's why with this movie, I'm I'm turning off that part yeah. And just going in like, hey, I I'm a wizarding world fan. Mm-hmm. I'm a Harry Potter fan, but
0: And I think that's gonna be a, the major that's obviously gonna be the majority of the audiences. That's what they're gonna go back to, that's what they're gonna enjoy. Maybe they'll like the story more than other people will, who knows? But first and foremost it's going back to the world of Yeah Hogwarts and Muggle, ta- I th- I yeah. can't think of anything <laughs> off the top of my head, but y- not a big here. Pottermore guy, but I'm a fan.
2: Wands of and magic,
0: wands and magic,
2: <laughs> <laughs> wands and magic, yeah. But no, no, I, I'm yeah, I'm excited.
1: Me too. Well, there a couple trailers dropped this week. Yeah, no. To uh, get everybody else super excited for 2019. Chasers. Yeah, the first one was Toy Story 4.
2: Yeah, I was not expecting that. No. That you know, was a been, very big and I've been checking, you know, I check surprise. the Disney's press site all the time. All they ever have had for like a year or longer than a year is just like kind of crappy pictures from the Disney conference or whatever. Just people standing in front of a podium that says Toy Story 4. But now we actually have footage. Uh-huh. Um, got to see all the people back in action. The first teaser... Wasn't really much, you know.
1: It was definitely it was ex- a Disney t- <laughs> teaser where there was like nothing, and then one little teeny tiny thing at the end.
2: Yeah. I love that. Kinda What's like his, his the name?
1: Aladdin Sporky. Teaser. <laughs> What's, what's
2: i don't that? think he t- officially yeah i don't think he has officially has a name oh, yet but everyone's money. calling him sporky
0: oh is that okay i thought they already named him or whatever but I'm not a toy. i i love i already love that character like, it, <laughs> I feel like he's having like, an, just an identity about every crisis other person in the current world where they're like screaming trying to figure out what to do it's like he's having an existential crisis yeah i don't think he, he, I he's like it. am i a
2: fork am I a spoon am i a what toy? is anything I, yeah
0: and i bet and right away that's probably what the story is gonna be first and foremost it's like Anything can I mean, be a toy. And if you listen to the lyrics brain. of
2: the song that they're playing in that trailer, it's like super melancholy. Yeah. Like, this movie's gonna be probably very bittersweet, just, I, like, we're, just like we've are just like come to expect.
0: Especially from Toy Story 3, where we were like, that's the best ending you could come up with, that's amazing, and now, <laughs> and now who knows how they're gonna top that, but they probably will be able to.
2: Yeah. That or just make another equally worthy entry.
0: Yeah. Can
1: I, I tell just, you guys a secret?
2: What? Oh, no.
1: I Really loved Toy Story, so I'm not excited what? about this at all. Oh, I think I just <laughs> missed the cutoff for oh, that to be like that. My hurts. childhood
2: Oh, movie. man. Now,
0: okay, no. if you that. of all that, the things
2: you could, you I'm know, it's cliche excited. to say, like, that is literally my childhood.
0: It's literally, but was yeah, it's not yeah, it a is. lot of people's childhood. Now, if you said that about Toy Story 2, I would be like, I love okay, Toy Story 2 because it's good, it's, it's a little overrated, it's amazing, but it's
2: good. It's incredible
0: but one is fantastic <laughs> three is fantastic it's like one of the best trilogies probably i think they've only gotten better ever made
1: i just never got attached to them and
2: they're
0: toys know, like,
1: the they're like the most
2: memorable timeless hilarious infectious characters ever
0: it could it's, I, it i also, don't
1: say i didn't like them i just yeah. said i don't have this like oh my gosh a love affinity for them that i yeah. see come out when people talk about them i'm like
2: uh it was it okay. was everything when I was younger and it almost, almost perfectly lined up. You know, it was like I'm Andy's age during those movies. And then I'm like Andy's yeah. age in Toy Story 3 where, you know, he's giving his toys away because he's going off to college. And it's yeah. Like, oh, my
0: God. No. Yeah, it could this just be a me. lining up of ages thing. It could just be that a movie just didn't affect you like it did many other people. You know, I mean, yeah. it's fair. Like it happens. I know we to all everyone. get our
1: turn at being heartless. <laughs> I feel like when it comes to Toy Story or Dory or Finding Nemo, i I really, I find Finding Nemo even worse than Toy Story. Like, oh I man, you're worse. gonna, you're yeah. losing worse. so many listeners I right now. Said it so oh. bad. Oh, I really God. hate.
2: <laughs> hate. Are you I gonna use the word hate? What you're gonna use the word hate for finding, finding
1: Nemo?
0: That is absurd.
1: Oh, I find it so annoying. What about it?
0: I want to know what went on through your brain in the trailer of Toy Story 4, where they're all dancing and they're happy, and and she's just like with the most depressing
2: lyrics ever.
1: Miserable. Well, I was like that that... one. It was like. Toadie doesn't believe parents
2: should be reunited with their lost children.
1: Oh goodness! It just. I think it was, that part was sad. I think it was Dory. I just. I didn't like Dory. Dory is like the so best annoying.
0: part. Ella DeGeneres makes that character have, what? Oh, I find so annoying. Oh goodness, that is,
1: it's terrible.
0: We've had a, we've <laughs> had a lot of disagreements on this podcast. <laughs> right. but this just, might be the biggest. I'm just
2: one. gonna this sit this one out. Silly. Know that I'm right and know that Cody's wrong. I and just leave I'm it at that. Right, right. I think
1: there are some people out there that would agree. That they... I feel like there are no Again. people that yes. would know.
2: Yeah. no yeah no.
0: there definitely could be
1: people I didn't say Toy Story no. is that bad I have my own thing about finding Nemo but Toy Story I'm like I also don't like um what's the other one I can't think I can't even think of the name Simba Lion King wait no like we've already had this conversation before yeah it's not even that. That.
2: that's that's Pixar that's those not are Pixar those like
1: the three ones that I've never really liked that I'm like uh, I just don't get people's love of them I just I don't get it ugh Toy story to each one. their own but
0: <laughs> oh i can't i can't even imagine that I so even
1: tell you what happened in toy story 3 except they didn't get melt they didn't melt at the end and they got sent to another that kid. scene though
0: did make me think like in this toy story 4 like they actually did melt and now they're just up in heaven just like <laughs> dancing and it's like a it, my brain sort of went to a weird thing. <laughs> spot when i was watching it so it kind of made me laugh a bit but anyway that just that just reminded me of that
1: that i just missed like my age wasn't the right age at the time like
0: it it could have been and so now
1: as an adult trying to come back i'm trying to like rediscover it but Mm -hmm. i don't have that nostalgic like childhood love for it like i do like mulan and Beauty and the beast
0: have you watched it in i mean those are those Those came out after toy story well
2: mulan came out after toy story one did yeah, Beauty it? and yeah. the Beast
0: was probably a little before. Beauty and the Beast was, like was before. 94.
2: Yeah, Toy Story 1 was like ninety six, ninety 97. 95,
0: 96, something like that, yeah. Did you guys know that Toy Story 2 yeah. was almost a VOD release? It really? did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then they decided to release it in theaters because they felt they had something.
2: Oh, I remember that in theaters. It was What even happened so in the good. second one? Oh, Woody you know. has like a whole like crisis of who he is as he... Oh, the, that's right. The and toy collector, Alice, to- yeah. <laughs> the sleaziest guy I've ever seen yeah. in any movie. <laughs>
1: that's right. And introduces Zerg. What is it? Oh, like, Zerg
2: is the best. Annie
1: or whatever. The oh, Jesse. 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 Joan
2: Cusack. Yeah. Yeah. That. Is, yeah. I yeah. Jesse's great. Is, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I. I mean, I like I said, I with I that most toy depressing Story montage, too, the best one
2: of all time. Uh huh. Just about how Jesse's owner grew up and abandoned her, mm-hmm. or just forgot about her.
0: So sad. So sad, but she's okay now. She's with the little yeah. girl in Toy Story Three, whose name I am space. Bonnie, on. is that her name? Mm-hmm. Dang, I couldn't even remember that.
2: <laughs> Casual. Um,
0: yeah, so we'll see what happens with. Her. Is she going to college now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we have to start this. Yeah, all I have no idea. Again. As far
2: as I can tell, like, I don't know how you can apparently have one another heartbreaking, sob your eyes out Toy Story right after Toy Story Three, because it's yeah. like, how, where, where do you? First of all, where do you go from that? They just. Got into possession of this cute, adorable little girl. What is going to happen that's going to m- apparently make this movie so sad?
0: I do wonder that because the director for this is going to be the director who only worked on the short that they did for Inside Out. Um, um Riley's first date. Like that's his only, I think that's his Which only is credit. That? It that? It was just the five minute short of uh, looking in other people's heads and their emotions while Riley's getting ready for her first date. Do you not remember that one? That, that one was played before
2: good. Inside Out?
0: I think it played after.
2: Okay, you know, I've never seen that.
0: Yeah, like he's, he's the director. I don't think he has any other thing to his name. So for him, to, for Pixar to just be like, yep, it's on you. Go ahead. Top he... Toy Story 3. I'm just, that's he's where I'm hesitant about. I mean, probably because he's cheap, but. And they also had writers issues as well, especially when all that yeah, drama a... with Lassiter was coming out, and now yeah. Lassiter's gone. So Rashida
2: Jones was originally supposed to be a co-writer. Would, I think that was pretty out.
0: cool to have her tackle that. But yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see how they can pull off another story for Toy Story that can come close to what we've had the past three times.
1: So the original Toy Story came out ninety five. The one was ninety eight. But for some reason, in my mind I just blocked that out. Like I just <laughs> didn't.
0: Was it what? Do you think animation had anything to do with it? Because at its time, there was I mean, nothing yeah, it was like, like yeah. It. yeah, it could have been. Because growing yeah. growing up when I was younger, there was a couple of things that I missed on because of animation. Like even as a kid, I was kind of picky when it came to animated stuff. So
2: I was I thought that the Toy Story style of animation was like so realistic. Oh, like, oh at, at, the gosh. T- at the time, this was yeah, like it was... the next step for cartoons. And
0: now you look at it and it's like, wow. <laughs> oh, I still love
2: it, but yeah, like Sid, Sid is or creepy. his yeah. dog, you know, just the way they look. Yeah. It's like, Didn't they
1: make like Sid and and Andy basically the same like model child they just put? Oh, yeah. Features?
2: Oh, I'm sure.
0: It was probably cheaper and yeah. also helps with the story as well, really, when you think about it. But... Yeah. Yeah.
2: But no, I'm beyond excited for toy story 4 now now they actually have trailers it's like oh this is actually happening yeah it's actually it's not just a did you know that they're making toy story 4 or they're thinking it? what how are they gonna do that yeah it's not for a while though i'm glad they
0: pushed it back too yeah me too take your time make this one work
1: i wonder if my kids will like it because they we've tried to introduce them to toy story and they're not interested in it at all i mean I maybe it's a genetic thing
0: maybe if it's in the oh, moment i hope like they'll be interested but i right. would i would be a little surprised if they had that much interest
1: it might be a little too older for them like older child who knows maybe
0: yeah your kids are what five and three it five might be and three yeah I'm trying to think of when I first saw it. it was- I can't.
2: I don't even remember the first time I saw Toy Story 1. It's just always been something I know and love. Yeah, exact, exactly. I saw the second one in theaters.
0: If I had to guess, it was probably 5 or 6, so it might be okay.
1: Are there any other films that have just always been in your life that you know and love?
2: Star Wars. The original trilogy. I don't remember the first time I saw those. Um, I, don't, I don't remember where I was introduced to the character of Spider-Man. I've just always known about Spider-Man.
1: I, for me, it was like Ghostbusters and um, mm. Indiana Jones and Indiana Jones Star is Wars. Mm. <laughs> like those ones, I just, they've always just. I remember when I was first introduced
2: about. to Indiana Jones and like Back to the Future. I was, I was young, yeah. but I remember distinctly the first time I saw it. I remember
1: them. having to close my eyes at the Nazi ghost eating melting scene. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, close yeah. our eyes, we <laughs> couldn't watch that. That, yeah, that seems
0: nah. that seems tough. That's fair. <laughs>
1: But that's always been part of my. I don't summer. even know. I don't. I think
2: I might have like looked away the I first time see, I watched that scene too.
1: I can see why I didn't love Toy Story when I was getting movies like Ghostbusters. <laughs> and Jones. I mean, that's that's fair. <laughs> it, and it, like kids' movies were. See, I started. Tough
0: sell. I I started off with Toy Story and then worked up to not see right. melting scenes. So. No. I, yeah, I get Toy it. Story
2: is hard to watch in other ways. It's just so sad and depressing sometimes. Like the I was probably the way end, too young yeah. to understand all the implications of like Buzz trying to jump and then he falls and his arm breaks off and yeah. then he goes crazy and turns into Mrs Nesbit, <laughs> but like. That scene where, it, yeah, scene. oh, it's an all-time <laughs> great scene. Absolutely <laughs> right. But like, I never in the moment of like him oh, him good. jumping, it's like slow motion and him thinking that he can actually fly. I would yeah. just cry as a kid. I was like, Ow. <laughs> yeah.
0: that's really. I, I don't, don't know
2: why this was so scene. sad. You're right.
0: That that is probably one of the better scenes now. That I think about it.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh, it's a great scene. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's
1: back funny. Back to the Future was also one of those films. I'm just going back and thinking yeah. about the movies. A lot of them are like 80s adult movies that I probably shouldn't <laughs> have been watching. Yeah,
0: you would have been fine. Yeah. I'm sure that's what you were told. You'll be fine. Just close your eyes, Cody. Close yeah. your eyes. <laughs> yeah, so I'm more than hyped for Toy Story 4 now that I know that there is one coming. Yeah. Like, actually. Oh, and those Key
2: and Peele characters from that? Oh, second that was, teaser that they was were hilarious surprise. They like, were had, hilarious i'm glad ducky that and bunny
0: i'm glad they're reunited and they're just gonna be so much fun to have next to tom hanks and tim allen come on that's oh, yeah that's awesome that's oh, really there's gonna cool. be
2: so much riffing and mm-hmm. witty banter
0: yeah I, I like them uh making fun of buzz lightyear <laughs> yeah uh <laughs>
2: Something you don't know anything about science or something <laughs> yeah. like that. You I can't go beyond infinity.
0: They're what just like it? what
1: <laughs> to infinity and your mom. And,
2: yeah, <laughs> to infinity and your mom. <laughs> and your
1: mom.
0: <laughs> yeah, I wish I I wish I could memorize all of their lines by now, just so that way I could repeat it. Yeah, <laughs> go go watch that one too. That one's really oh, they're gonna funny. fit. They're gonna fit right in. I
2: did
1: enjoy mm. that one a little bit
0: more.
2: Probably because I have really depressing lyrics that are just making me think of what the ending of Toy Story Four is gonna be like.
0: I yeah, I can't
1: even imagine. Maybe they'll find themselves at Sid's child's house. Surprise! <laughs> Surprise. Sid's,
2: Sid's a garbage truck guy now. He's probably he's oh, probably yeah, calm he down. City, yeah, yeah. Like,
0: didn't they confirm that or
1: something? Toy Story yeah.
2: Three. Yeah, he's wearing that same skull shirt. Yeah, and he's just like right. drumming to his music. I was like, okay, he's he's probably fine.
0: It's also it, it's kind of sad too because he could have changed his ways and been like a doctor or a scientist, but now he's a... He's a... Pro-
2: I like think he's happy. Unless if he's happy. Yeah, he's sure. happy. I mean, he he's seemed happy. like he was
0: joyful too, so maybe he's, I'm wrong.
2: He's got his rocking tunes. He's got his stable job. Yeah. There you go. He's making his yeah. living just fine. <laughs> yeah, alright. What, what do I know then?
1: Well, did you guys as far as childhood go get into the Pokemon films and cards and games <laughs> and all that? I
2: never played the cards. Um watched the show a little bit, and then I got into the, the video games a little bit later. But yeah. I, I was totally all in. I, I got the little noveliz- junior young reader novelizations of the TV show. <laughs> you know, I'd read those.
0: I mean, I had a few cards here and there, uh, but no, not to the extent of like most of my friends that grew Peak,
2: up. Our Pokemon, though, that's a, that's a fandom that so many people are like... Absolutely, as obsessed as they were when they were little kids. Like yeah. even oh, yeah. now, it
1: doesn't go away.
2: And it's like, okay, like I'm not judging you whatsoever, but it's like, are you really still that into this? Like, the, I mean, go as far as, as I realized that the yeah, was still real. I was I'm like, like wow, yeah, there's no way really? that you love this this quote unquote game that much. Like, it's good
1: on them, I guess.
2: Just put a Pokemon on anything, and you'll love it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I never got into Pokemon at all. Yeah. I think that just passed me by. Maybe <laughs> no, I was that... too isolated in this rural community up here to get really get into it. <laughs> but
0: it could have been that. But yeah. Pokémon makes a little bit more sense. Like it wasn't <laughs> how do I say this? Like it wasn't it was mostly a game for boys uh, at that time you're
1: we talking to a girl that was into pogs i mean do you, do you even I, and i'm know trying what those are i'm
0: trying to say this like yeah. as delicate deli- delicately should have been as i it. can <laughs> like you could like i could have seen you being into it but for the most part right. like it was a very it felt like at the time, like, it was niche for boys, but it's it was, grown yeah. into being more boys and oh, like, like, it's some, definitely yeah. changed a it's, lot. It's easily 50-50 now. Yeah, easily, for sure. But it, when it, like, first began, and especially was introduced <laughs> in America, it was definitely leaned more towards boy-heavy, so- That's true. Yeah.
1: I did like Pog, so I should have liked collecting Pokemon cards. <laughs> I mean,
0: probably, yeah. Yeah, That's like not to I said, say their word, it was
2: just- I don't even think I got into it because of that it was Pokemon. I think it was just because the games- were fun to me you know i was i liked Mm role-playing games and just the way those games played when i was as young as i was i was like oh my god this is like the most epic undertaking i've ever been on
0: yeah i mean (laughs) i can't put it down for me i just didn't grow up with watching anime so that was just kind of i didn't watch anime either
2: other than the occasional pokemon if it was on but
0: yeah Probably even that, but I didn't either. But
2: I think I know what you're you're leading us to. I'm leading everyone to the
1: well that is. Detective Pikachu. <laughs> that trailer was awesome.
2: Yeah, I, I mean it. I I I I thoroughly enjoyed it too. I was not expecting to like it as much as I did. No. I wasn't expecting to not like it. I was just I was like, Okay, what are they what is a live action Pokemon movie even gonna look like? Yeah. I can't even picture it. And then I watched I'm like Huh? Uh, yeah, that's live action Pokemon. Surprisingly, it doesn't look that weird. No, it looks a little weird. It, looks,
1: it looks weird, but it not.
2: <laughs> it looks weird in the way because I'm comparing not it to like, weird. you know, they're obviously CG and not human. uh yeah. so, so in my mind subconsciously, I'm probably comparing it to like the CG animals of the of the Jungle Book, or you know, oh, all of yeah. the or the Tiger in Life of Pi. These like mm-hmm. real world animals that i've seen done in cg that look you know totally flawless yeah but then these there's no way to make these look like they're real and from this world because they're obviously not so once i got over that that initial like okay they look a little weird but pokemon are weird (laughs) so and then I then i was totally into it
0: plus having them be animated only animated um for as long as they have been like we're just so used to seeing them in um cartoon form that's seeing them as an attempt at, in live action yeah. could also just be startling like I know that's the issue for me when it comes to this trailer but and and again that's not to say the CGI is bad it's not I wouldn't say it's bad it's just but it's jarring
2: Pokemon yeah but I, I think
1: thought it looked so good I, I think Pikachu they did it yeah so cuddly oh like, he I looked adorable
2: his little eye his little like wrinkles in his brow and yeah. stuff those are the best but I think I think the approach they did with the visual style of it was is going to really going to work in terms of not totally alienating like die hard Pokemon like yeah fans like okay those guys look right, this are my Pokemon you know that it's probably exactly what they've always wanted from a live yeah. like well, what if they made a live action Pokemon movie
1: right I like that it's a different character and that even though it's Pikachu it's a different like human character and a whole different kind of idea of the story but it seems to be in the trailer that's going to have a lot of heart in it
0: yeah, yeah I I think the heart will be coming from the buddy cop aspect of yeah. Justice Smith and Ryan Reynolds and I like both of them a lot as actors so I think like that could work out really well the the other jarring part is like the comedy and the backdrop of it being like a kind of like a noir, um kind of setting Detective futuristic noir. Noir. yeah it so was a I'm little kind dark. of wa- I'm kind of wondering if that could affect people's viewing in some way but I could also just be reading way too much into it because overall is, though the, I did it enjoy it. It looked like
2: gorgeous though. I was it like did. oh my Absolutely, god like the production value of I'm this thing. I'm just wondering mm-hmm.
0: if that will conflict with the comedic tone that they're approaching well, with maybe. this. It's but... from but...
1: Warners and Legendary so it, there's some good studios of money behind it. So I, don't I
2: yeah, feel like they, no, they're pushing this hard because yeah. they're going I mean to Pokemon own. is just ha- has been and probably right. will be for a very long time one of the biggest
1: secret like franchises ever yeah under the radar franchises that people didn't really understand till the pokemon go well, ar came out that, mainstream like,
2: mainstream pop, people because yeah, i feel like most said, people know of, of pokemon you know
1: oh no i'm saying most people know of pokemon but I think the fandom of Pokemon, like the diehardness, didn't like poked its head up a little bit with the Pokemon Go AR, mm. and then kind of slowly went back down to being underground. So I wouldn't be surprised if this isn't like a sleeper hit type of thing. Like, oh, I think it's just... gonna be
2: it's it's gonna be huge. Yeah, I'm calling it right now.
0: Me I do. Too. It, it comes. Pokemon
2: fandom is ginormous. Doesn't
0: it come a little bit after Avengers, four? Uh, is that correct?
2: Uh, I don't know. Is it what is it like June, July?
0: Maybe I was thinking May for some reason, but I could be wrong. That, Avengers, that be Avengers one... four
2: is what? Is it May. also? It, it is May. As of now, it's
0: May. I, that's my okay. one concern. Like I know the Pokemon fan base is very beloved, as we repeated just now. But Avengers would be my one concern. But if it's spaced off enough, it could. It will probably be okay. Where it could be a money maker.
2: Oh, it's gonna be. It's May tenth.
0: May tenth. And then uh, Detective 4 Pikachu is, is, is or May fourth, right? May second, May third, May third. So that's one a week, week. apart. Ooh, yeah, mm-hmm. that would that's pretty close.
1: We might see a, a move a move around a shift in the. I
2: think I think so. I wouldn't be schedule.
0: shocked. If I, mean, I was heck, Warner Bros, Avengers, I would be very confident. In Avengers this thing. four can move up yeah. move up its release date again. I don't know, but
1: it's and it might like who knows how. I'm sure that that changes because. They're gonna want a worldwide release on Avengers four. So Oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah, no starting in um um what am I trying to say? No starting overseas first like they normally do, like just start I would worldwide think for at the this same time. One, they
1: would want a worldwide like ka-ching.
0: Yeah, it's I think out. so too. Oh, it's
2: gonna be huge in all every market. Yeah. Pokemon is. And I feel like a lot of the fan base of Avengers overlaps with Pokemon fan base. I would say so too. Yeah. Um like the Venn diagram is like a circle. It's um, just one. Circle. So <laughs> I think, I think they're they're just both gonna be behemoths. Yeah.
1: All the okay, all the parts seem to be there for me to feel comfortable thinking that it's gonna be really good. Like there was nothing that was like, yeah, I don't no, know I, people, I, this looks. I kind of already want to see
2: another trailer. Just like, okay, I'm really interested in this take you guys have with this. Yeah. Really, I just want to see more of adorable. F- uh, I furry pikachu how but
1: they just like they have the juxtaposition of Ryan Reynolds like kind of smart alecky voice with a super cute like pika pika yeah oh they're they're going to play that well. Oh, yeah, no, I'm
2: glad they addressed that. that. Yeah, cuz everyone's yeah. going to be like, "Okay, what the hell this is? Everybody knows what Pikachu sounds like yeah. and it's not Ryan Reynolds." Yeah. And then they threw that little thing in there and to me it's kind of like, "Well, yeah, what did you expect? Like this whole movie Pikachu is going to be like"
1: yeah, tell like this. It's, yeah. you know
2: nobody wants to listen to that
1: no. no i think they the trailer was so well done that they like got ahead of some of those things oh yeah
2: i think they mm-hmm. they i mean the first shot of the trailer too is you know has a whole bunch of the pokemon it's kind of dark and shadowy but uh-huh. yeah you know if you pause on the initial thing you, you can, can see them him, and it's like pokemon, oh okay yeah they're guy, coming right out of the game showing <laughs> us their take on it it's like yep all the designs are unchanged they're just rendered realistically and Brian Reynolds is Pikachu. Yeah, Get, deal with it.
0: I I think you're right, Cody. That they got ahead of the game of this pretty well because the feedback I keep seeing on like different sites and different threads and this and that is that everyone's basically enjoying this trailer. Like yeah, a like, lot more the, than I thought.
2: The I worst would. things I've read are still positive. They're like, surprisingly, this new Pokemon trailer isn't terrible. Or like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like why is this why is this Detective Pikachu trailer? kind of good yeah (laughs) and it's like uh, i don't
0: know which i mean it's fair like this i mean this is based off just a one-off video game that they did a couple of years ago yeah. and you come up with like a creative twist to make it a movie like it it's it's so ridiculous that it could work or it could fail really hard and so far it's working in warner's and legendary's favor
1: well i think what's helped is that there's been no Pokemon movies, like no, no live no, action ones. Live action, huge theater but no, even in the like, the last few years, no huge theater no, 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 release. F- I mean, any, I, like, I I saw know, that. The Well, is dry for this. I saw that original,
2: <laughs> the original animated one in theaters, and that's kind of become like a cult movie. Uh-huh. I feel like at this point, because um, people, I mean, it's a, it's a pretty terrible movie, but you know, Pokemon <laughs> fans love it, you know, and it's a guilty pleasure. I'll still watch it, but you know, that's really. And there was a bunch of other animated ones afterwards, but there, you know, yeah, pretty much. So I'm sure some went to theaters, but nobody outside of poke, like Pokemon, like diehard fans. Pokemon fans sought them out. Yeah. But this is like kind of transcending that, oh, it's just another animated Pokemon. It's like, oh, this is like a, a wide, a mainstream tentpole event you have to- movie. This is the first time we've seen Pokemon, like. In an actual actual movie,
0: you have to think after this if it succeeds as much as we think it can. Like studios are going to be going and looking for like Yu Gi Oh or I don't God. know Beyblade, Digimon. Like they're no. going to go after these. There's no way. Properties that, King. Uh, yeah, may, maybe. <laughs> I mean, it's.
2: There's no way.
1: Not a lot of my house,
0: <laughs> but it's. You have to think like that's what they're. I think gonna they're try just going to make a bunch out. of Pokemon
2: Pokemon movies. They'll have like, yeah, Karate Teacher Machop. Or P- life, lifeguard <laughs> Squirtle, or what? just pick what? a random Pokemon and give them a profession, them a and movie. there you go. <laughs> people will show up because what
0: was the karate? Chopper? It'll I don't
2: know. He's a Pokemon who like fights. Who just does? He's martial arts guy. Martial arts guy. Yeah. Okay. okay. But I feel like it'll it'll turn into that it'll turn into that Marvel Cinematic Universe thing where people have their own favorite characters and so Who's all you Pokemon? have all you yeah, there and you go all movie? you have to do is just <laughs> announce that like oh you know don't worry we have we have a charmander movie and a bulbasaur movie coming out and people mark their calendars and be like oh my god i choose him as my starter every time yeah and then <laughs> they'll go see that you know they have the the cinematic universe built in right there
0: i mean you're not wrong
2: it's gonna it's, it's gonna happen it could ha- yeah it's gonna happen
1: i can only hope
2: (laughs)
0: maybe a lot of people hope i don't know but this
2: is the end of the superhero craze now it's just pokemon (laughs) all pokemon (laughs) and not just not just in the underground circles people (laughs) will not be able to escape pokemon yeah
1: it'll be good strategy for the studio because pokemon has a worldwide appeal
2: yes it does
0: oh it's The worldwide box office for Detective Pikachu is probably. Oh man
2: the the Japanese the Japanese box office is gonna be like.
1: (sighs) They're probably gonna debut it there first.
2: Yeah, probably.
1: (laughs) Give it a good run and then (laughs) then bring it to the
0: US. Be like a national holiday at all. That could easily be what happens.
1: Wow.
2: So yeah, no, I just thought that was exciting. That the trailer was weirdly intriguing, surprisingly, and I think that Warner Bros is sitting on. Big fat stacks of cash. <laughs> I just hope they move it. Or Avengers 4 moves. Because I, I want them, I mean, of course, I want them both to be as big as they can be.
1: Yeah. I just want Avengers 4 to move back earlier, like into yeah. April.
2: Like Infinity War did.
1: Or if yeah, you could
0: release it, it
2: tomorrow, that would yeah, be cool. Just <laughs> get it
1: out of the way. Right. I don't even know, need to know who Carol Danvers is. Just get it out of the way. Sad. Oh, Marvel. Yes. That leads us to our last topic. Yep. The late, the great Mr. Stanley.
2: Yeah. I mean, we all, it was always one of those things where it's like, oh man, when Stanley dies, I'm going to be really sad. You know, it's not like, oh man, can you imagine? It's, he was 95 years old. Right. (laughs) Like. Yeah. Nobody is really, yeah, nobody's like,
1: what? No. Somebody assassinated Stanley.
2: (laughs) What happened? He was 95 years old. Yeah. But.
1: But it's still sad. No,
2: it's it's incredibly it, it's incredibly bittersweet, I yeah. would say. It's I mean, you talk about, you know, true like legendary people, like, oh my god. That guy created or helped create like dozens upon dozens of things that are gonna outlive everybody.
0: I mean the Marvel movies that the characters that you watch now, it's because of him. Yeah. Like just about every single one of them. Like but,
2: six, seven decades ago he created these characters who would go on to just you know change the movie industry revolutionize yeah. the comic industry it's crazy
0: yeah he just left a career especially in the comic book industry that will not be matched there's just n- no other way to say it like he's ne- that, never like, he's, again he's always going to be that much of a legend he
1: built a whole in a whole yeah, industry pretty much and then transformed that and had an influence over the movie industry that's <laughs> It's just crazy. So yeah, he Fantastic. had all of that
2: in that stage of his life. Then he, you know, I think like ran or just kind of vouched for the comic book industry or for Marvel and was just kind of doing that. And then in his like 80s and 90s, he's just the cameo king, right? you know, I'm sure people who don't even know who he was, you know, or didn't realize like, oh, that's Stanley probably Bucking started I, Stanley. being like, hey, okay, I wonder if that funny old guy is going to be in this <laughs> one too. We got to keep our eyes out for him. You know, he just has so many different legacies to so many different generations.
0: Think- There's so many different types of people, like whether <laughs> yeah. they know comics or whether they just watch the occasional uh, Marvel movie. I watched. Too.
2: I watched. He had a reality TV show called like Who Wants to Be a Superhero? Yeah. or something in like the 2000s that I watched. Mm-hmm. It's like he's he's done everything, so cool.
1: I think what's also amazing is that he was so big on the convention circuit and like created and really stood by his work, but really bridged that gap between being an artist and creator and fans. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And up until like...
2: Well, it's not like he was getting all uh, possessive or snooty about his creations. You guys don't understand what Spider-Man's all about. It's like, no. He's like, Spider-Man is about whatever you bring to the table yeah or whatever he helps you discover in yourself
0: i mean he those his character spider-man i know touched me in a major way yeah oh, like, well, like i one. said i
2: don't even remember spider-man has always been somebody you know that i know yeah and uh related to oh
0: yeah exactly and that that's the thing with his characters like he made them so bizarre and unique like especially with like fantastic four or the hulk like he made them to be characters that you would consider monsters but really at the core of what they were they were humans they were relatable people just like Mm -hmm. us and which really his career like he did because he created he created fantastic four on a whim uh just so that way he can create something that he wanted to create that he thought people would enjoy and it worked the way that it did and it helped his career set off from there where he was able to create spider-man and helped uh, reestablished Captain America and made Iron Man and Daredevil and it, it Hulk Thor. Thor everything yeah. everything that he re- that he did just by risking it all because yeah. of what he wanted to do and what he thought was right for I mean when you industry, think about it's just when you, remarkable when
2: you think about the like humanity and the heart that he puts him and the other creators Steve Ditko, Jack Kirby mm-hmm. that all of the humanity and just real worldness they put into these otherwise like totally fantastical characters yeah. It's really not that hard to see why superhero movies are the biggest thing ever, you know, right now oh, or for yeah. like this long time because it's just like a, it's a fun universal like agreement that people have or most people have where it's like, hey, you know, these maybe they can't articulate it for themselves, but you know, it's that little childlike spirit, you know, yeah, that they are still resonating with, mm-hmm. I don't know, I think it's beautiful
0: i mean my childhood would not have been shaped the way it was had it not been <laughs> for stan lee like he was easily one of the most influential oh yeah people for me mm-hmm. like without without a doubt and that could be said for so many other people out there in the world like just the lives that he touched it was magnificent oh, an
2: endless amount mm-hmm.
1: what were your guys's favorite cameos we were kind of discussing this earlier
2: oh they're i mean they're all great <laughs> yeah. i I feel like I liked them more towards like the middle, like a few movies into the MCU, because now you know it's gonna happen, and they're they're usually right. always funny. Yeah, they, they all they also always got, are funny.
1: Started getting actual lines, like in the Iron Man one, he just turns around because <laughs> yeah. they think he's Hugh Hefner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, but but it's, it's really funny because he's still in that like velvet jacket with some <laughs> <Yeah>. ladies.
0: <laughs> I, I would have to say it has to be Sam Raimi's Spider Man, just because that was the first one to my memory that I saw where I was able to finally. At a young age, put a face to the name. Which, um, the,
2: first, the first Sam Raimi Spider-Man?
0: Yeah, I, wasn't he in that one? He cameoed in that one, right? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. and I was, remember his Spider-Man 3 cameo. That was definitely the one. It, I mean, it, it may not be, like, the best one. What does he do in it? Just for, like I said, like I'm trying to remember it now, but I just remember seeing his face there for the first time was like oh that's stanley that's yeah. really cool that he's standing next to spider-man you know like,
2: i get it <laughs> yeah <joke>. exactly
0: that <laughs> was like one of the first times when that happened and that was it was it was something special
2: so. yeah no i get that mm-hmm. i love a spider-man 3 cameo because it's not even really that funny it's the best it's part just of the kind movie. of a it's just an <laughs> earnest little he just looks over at peter's like i guess one person really can make a difference Nuff said. And then he just like walks away. It's like, oh.
0: It's weirdly touching.
2: Yeah. yeah. Nuff said was one of his like uh, catchphrases. You know, that next Excelsior. I was about to say. Excelsior. Yeah, but like Nuff said. Th- I love it. That he always used. I love his, in terms of comedic effect though, I love his Thor one. Yeah. Where he, he where hooks he his like truck, truck up, yeah, he hooks the truck up to the Mjolnir. Did
0: we get it? <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. Amazing Spider-Man one is also he's pretty great. funny too. Like no words, but it's just him with headphones on cleaning a classroom. Yeah, classic. There's you know chaos.
2: Classic comedy trope. You know, oh but for sure, but it's Stan Lee. So
1: what yeah. about was it Deadpool where he's like, and next Rebecca? At the, where yeah, he's the where old he's... man in the booth at the yeah, strip club. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Next, yep. I <laughs> I think, that great. I think
1: I, it was an interesting way to insert him and in what, because you had only seen him in PG thirteen. Yeah, you had seen him in the point. Disney,
2: the Disney Marvel
1: movies. And then there he was in Deadpool. And you're like, <laughs> yes. I think one and of the, the craziest,
0: one of the craziest ones also is in Guardians of the Galaxy two. Oh yeah, because yeah. he's with. um I don't want to. Oh, what? I forget their names now. But he's basically like quickly shown to be with like the most powerful beings in the galaxy. And it just yeah, led to just so kind much of speculation there. of being like, what if. He's just chilling He is one of them. And what if they're going to make him be like this almighty...
1: You said Guardians of the Galaxy, and I thought you meant the first one. No, Volume 2, sorry. Where Peter Quill is like Dirty Old Man, you know, where he's like chatting up that girl. Oh, no, it was not Peter Quill. It was Rocket.
0: (laughs) When Rocket was seeing Stanley, Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I meant Volume (laughs) 2. My bad. I I didn't say that. So I'm
1: like... I don't remember that girl being one of the most powerful. <laughs> no, no, not her galaxy, but good for <laughs> no, I'm, Hannah, no, I'm spacing.
0: I'm spacing on those characters names. I am blanking off the top of my head, oh. but there, it just led to so much speculation. Oh, I'm of, sure.
2: Like, I mean, I read a long time ago. Cause again, I'm not into the whole like extended universe of the comics and stuff, but I was, I did see that there's this character called uh, the one above all yeah. is his name, which is basically just from what I gathered, Stanley, He's kind of like God. he's he's, he's just Stan- he's supposed to be Stanley at his desk creating the comics. Yeah. And I think Spider-Man meets him at some point.
0: Oh, you're thinking of the 90s show. You're so thinking of Spider-Man like the 90s like show. Up, it was like their final episode. Ends
2: up like running into him. Yeah. And it's just like, "Hey."
0: No, I'm that, creating I know, everything. I know what I'm talking about. It's so it's so great. I just
2: love that he, you know, even in in his own universe, he's like treated as, you know, but that, I the mean, the almighty creator.
0: But really like if he has the, the average comic book fan they're probably gonna be like yeah he's the all my creator we will bow down to him there will be statues in his honor yeah I mean the next comic con is gonna be so devastating there's gonna be so many tributes to him you Mm -hmm. you just have to imagine there's just gonna be so much stuff coming out about him and just talking about how he brought nothing but joy and heart into everyone's lives whether it was comic books or in person or
2: like I don't want to try and quantify people's Popularity, but you know these huge figures, like when David Bowie passed or when Prince passed, right. you know, it's it's absolutely on the scale of this, and might even be like way more because you know, just I feel like so many younger people also are going to know who he was and kind of everything yeah, that it's he did. Not a,
0: he's not a generational guy,
2: no. Yeah, I, I, mean, I would he's, agree he's, with that. He, his lifetime alone is like
0: expanding for every two, three
2: generations.
0: Yeah. It''s, it's he's, he was such an incredible man and he's gonna be dearly missed, but we have nothing but oh he's
2: gonna live on forever. Yeah.
0: Oh and it, yeah, in book in comic books in TV movies or mem- memories it's, how many secret cameos?
2: Oh I'm done. sure I'm sure he's got you know at least like five. They did were... confirm
0: Avengers Four there is one.
1: Nice. So we'll get him again next year. He's, and
0: that, no one's I'm, ever really gone. I'm, I'm, I'm already gonna be crying during Avengers 4 <laughs> and that's just gonna make me sobbing like a baby. Like you, if you hear me in the, th- if you hear sobbing in the theater, it's me. So just a, oh, it's gonna be a heads up for you alone. guys. It's
2: gonna be some incredibly poignant line where he's holding Captain America's hand as Captain America's dying, stop, and I he's gonna, gonna Stanley Stan is gonna say to Captain America, "He's like, it's okay to let go. No, You're home now. It's never okay, Captain <laughs> America. It's, it's your time."
0: Uh, (laughs) and you're just gonna hear sobbing in the background that's gonna be me and Cody I'm gonna be outside the theater sobbing
1: I'm I'm gonna be like did he die yet but that's
0: but it just goes to show like that's what he was able to do he was able to give us this experience now or this possible experience now because of him just taking a chance and just creating characters that have become timeless
1: something we
2: should all strive for
1: and determination. I think those are
2: that was a pretty beautiful note to end this on.
0: I yeah, I would agree. Rest rest in peace.
1: Stan. Rest am not okay peace. now. He was like the worst <laughs> thing in my brain. I'm already upset about Stan Lee. Now I have to say goodbye to Captain America too. Quit killing my heroes. <laughs>
2: hey. The, he'll live on. In well, memory. In memory.
1: Yep. You are never forgotten on screen and we'll always have that. <laughs> And that's oh, the there's going to be, I, I,
2: I'm not like there's, isn't already a billion of these, but there's going to be so many like a uh, edited montage of just his cameos oh in all of the Marvel movies, just like one after oh, another, after another. Absolutely. So They're if anything, so we can just go back and watch his adorable face yeah. in all of his cameos. Or
0: read a comic book.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But I want to yeah. see the man. That's fair. I want to see the man, he The play the old Spider-Man games where he was the narrator. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. <laughs>
1: You know what's awesome about that was cameos. He was like dozens of different characters. Yeah, I mean, he was oh, yeah. never the same character <laughs> twice. Nope, he just a man of a dozen characters. It's mm-hmm. crazy.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. He will he'll be missed, but his legacy will always live on.
1: Still don't want to go see Captain America die Avengers four? So I'll well, have too to bad it's going to happen. I'll have <laughs> to switch the next cameo. <laughs> it's my memorial tribute.
2: Oh, he'll have one in Captain Marvel.
1: Yeah. Okay. I get Captain Marvel.
0: I mean, yeah, yeah, probably will. Cool. All
2: well, right. I guess that that's it for today.
0: Yep.
1: We uh will be back next Friday, maybe, and then next week this, we're only. You mean this Friday? This Friday. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Then next week we're only having one podcast. But it's so, going to be a good one. It's going to be a doozy. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a doozy. <laughs> cool. <laughs> well, on cannot that
2: Cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for the doozy. I have a-